smartcast you're listening to a hindustan times production brought to you by hd smartcast welcome to season 2 of our podcast kicks for free in which we discuss all things football i am dhiman and with me is my co-host vivek messi We have the big Kolkata derby between ATK Mohan Bagan and East Bengal in the Indian Super League at the Salt Lake Stadium in Kolkata on Saturday. Mohan Bagan have already qualified for the playoffs while East Bengal are out of the playoff race. languishing in the lower half of the table ahead of this fixture we have a very special guest in former india captain baichung butia who played over 100 games for the country he joins us for a conversation he knows a thing or two about kolkata derbies of course having played and starred in many of these games for both east bengal and mohan bagan out of his 19 goals in the derby 13 came for east bengal while 6 came for mohan bagan His playing career finished in 2011 but he is very active politically these days. He is the founding member and president of the Hamro Sikkim party. Over to you Diman. Bachung thank you for joining us. Thank you for doing this. Let's start with the obvious. Let's start with your thoughts on the ISL so far. Does it feel like it is uh, Mumbai City's uh, league to lose? Frankly speaking I think with lot of personal work and uh, and uh, also political thing I've not been completely you know okay. watching every match uh, regularly but i've been following it yes i think uh, mumbai city fc has been outstanding mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they had a good team and uh, i think the team from the first match itself dominated and they went on to the, win the isl so congratulations to mumbai city fc i think they've been fantastic this year right hi baichung we have the big derby of course this saturday mohan bagan and east bengal Bagan are third and are doing well, while East Bengal have been struggling once again. Uh, what do you make of the derby? Do you think uh, Bagan are clear favourites? No, I think it's a bit unfair for East Bengal because you know they have not been able to get a team which the club, the coach, and the fans wants it because obviously they have gone through a lot of problems for the last two seasons. Even this year as well, the team was made. in the last dying minute to make you know a team and went on go on to play so bagan obviously is a, is a favorite team here you know as a team they have been set for a very long time from the day the isl started uh, i think atk uh, and now mon bagan it's a organized team uh, so i think uh, if you look at uh, the two clubs uh, and if you look at the derby i think atk mon bagan definitely stands favorite uh but it's a derby sometimes you know uh, lots of great team and great players when it's a derby and when you see that kind of fan following fans coming to the stadium uh then it does not really make big difference it's all about your mental strength attitude and what you give it on that particular day so yeah though favorites i think atk monwan are favorites but uh, in a derby i don't i've never played uh, anywhere where uh, any team is favorite in derby 
Baichung, you've always said that, you know, East Bengal uh, has made you, you are Baichung Bhutia largely because of East Bengal. You joined the club when you were very young and, uh, you know, you you also wanted to say that you wanted to retire. Uh, you want to play a final match in an East Bengal shirt. That didn't happen possibly because of time and injury uh, situations. Now, like you said, do you see a situation where East Bengal can spoil the party for ATK Mohan Bagan somewhat? Like it happened for you guys when you were with Mohan Bagan and with Karim Benchari first team, you, Barreto, everyone was playing Mohan Bagan, won 10 games in a row. And then they met East Bengal and Subhash Bhomik's East Bengal beat you 3-0. And it ruined your prospects of winning the I-League. So, do you see something like that happening? I think ISL is already done. I think uh, the, in terms of league, I think Mumbai City has already won the league. So, it's not where... ATK Monbagan is winning the league and then, you know, the celebration is spoiled by East Bengal. I think uh, the two are just playing for the sake of playing this game. It's not about mm. uh, one team is winning and one team is, you know, not making, uh, spoiling the party. So, I don't see that kind of, um, you know, we experienced, uh, we were winning or or somebody else was winning and the league was not at over as well. Uh, so, that excitement was very different from what it is uh, in today's um, ISL thing, which both the teams are not going to win anyway, ISL. And it's not going to make difference in the ranking as well after this game. So, I think this derby obviously uh, is not a big uh, derby in terms of making impact on difference on the standing or winning or losing the title. Baichung, uh, I wanted to ask you about Mohan Bakan's forward line. They don't have an outright number 9 this season. They didn't sign one in the January window as well. Uh, do you think they missed a trick there? And in general, what do you make of the strikers in the ISL per se? Like, uh, whether it's Indian strikers or foreign strikers, where do you think they're at and in terms of their quality? No, I think Mohan Bagan definitely missed uh, a player like Roy Krishna when he was there. Uh, but again, when he's moved to Bangalore FC, he's not again performed as what he performed in ATK Mohan Bagan. So, that's a different story. But yes, they're definitely required a number nine who could, you know, be up front and leading it. And that, I think they did miss it. And you could see the performance uh, this year, I think, in terms of uh, one single player really dominating and scoring that many goals. I don't see, I think, Monbagan has got uh, one striker who's taken the lead up front and been the main scorer and the highest goal scorer for the club or the ISL. I think that we've not seen. I don't know who's scored maximum goals there and who's who's not scored. So, I, I don't have that complete data and I've not followed that. But yes, overall, I think uh, it's very unfortunate that Indian strikers have not been again able to uh, come in at top three as a highest goal scorer. I, I don't know. I, I completely don't have data. But I as far as I feel, I don't think they're in top three or top five uh, Indian goals. Because there are a few faces like, uh, um, I think, a player from uh, Mumbai City, FC Changte, who scored 10 goals. I think he must be the highest goal scorer from Indian player. So we don't have top three or top three or top five as Indian goal scorer in ISL, which is not a good sign for Indian football. And he's not been there for last 10-15 years, including even Sunil Chetri, who's our best striker. For the last 10 years in ISL or last five years at least, we've not had our best strikers, including Sunil Chetri, finishing in top five as the highest goal scorer in ISL. And which is definitely a very, very bad sign for Indian football. Uh, you mentioned that uh, with Mohan Bakan, the goals haven't been coming from one player and, and it's been coming from all areas of the pitch. Yuan uh, Ferrando, who's the Mohan Bakan coach, he recently commented that uh, it is not the responsibility of just one player to score and that it is the collective effort. 
do you see it like that uh, in your playing days as well did you always feel that the whole team needed to chip in or uh, it is the striker who has to take a bulk of the workload see if you if you've got attacking midfielders who can score goals then i think if you've got players like mbappe you've got players like uh, uh, you know even messi plays as as uh, as number 10 behind you've got players like that behind your striker then you've got everybody to score but mohan bagan does not have that quality i think uh, liston colasso is there is a good player but he's not a clinical match goal scorer and who can give you 15 20 goals a season uh, you know he's not going to do that he's been playing playing in isl for quite some time he'll maybe go to one season 10 goals but next season he'll come down to five goals you don't have those midfielders attacking midfielders who will give you minimum 7 to 10 goals um, every player so you'll have three attacking midfielders at least three should be combining to give you seven seven goals seven to 10 goals uh, or five to 10 goals out of three that you don't have that so I think that when you don't have that, then you can't say that everybody's job is to score goals. Yes, it is important that you have every player who can score goals. But then if your players don't score goals, uh, and that's the reason why I think today, you know, they've not been able to finish or win the league is is one of the reasons is that. And if you look at, I think, last season and this season's data of the number of goals scored, that I don't know. I'm sure I think the last season would have much more than this season. Yeah, yeah, they've scored almost 20 goals less uh, this season. So, you are absolutely right there. That, mean, that speaks itself. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, Baju, you said that, you know, I, I get it when you say that this game does not really mean all that much because it's a derby and it's, it's, it has its own context. Uh, but, you know, how does a player get ready for a derby? I mean, no one has scored as many goals in the history of the Kolkata derby as you have. Uh, I think Barreto is second. So, how does a player prepare for a derby? Or... Or does it just take it like another game? No, I think, you know, when there's a derby, you should feel that pressure. and You should feel that atmosphere. That is very, very important. You can't, it's obviously everybody would take it as another game. That is, once you enter the field, that is. But, you know, the entire mindset for the derby, the atmosphere becomes very different. It's not same as, you can try and say that it's just another game. But when it's a derby, the entire atmosphere in the training ground, the fans coming in, the pressure the fans start putting to you, the official starts putting to you, it's a very different level from what you're playing regular matches with any other team. So, you know, your entire atmosphere, the environment changes uh, and that, uh, you know, the fans' pressure starts building up. And that is a very good pressure because then you are obviously more focused because more pressure, you're more focused to it. But yes, at the same time, it's important that you need to also learn how to take that pressure because if you overtake that pressure, then you get into being a nervous, you start getting, you know, you start getting stressed and you start getting, you start losing your confidence. So I think having that pressure is important, but you should feel that, uh, you know, you you just want to play that derby because the expectation is there and you're looking forward to it. And I think entire mindset has to be positive. Think positive about your own team, your own strength. Yes, there would be other uh, opponent who's going to be strong. There are good players. But not think positive, but think on your own positive side and look forward to it. And uh, and I think that is what uh, the players need to you know, take it. No, don't take it too casual as well. Think another game or don't take it uh, too much of a pressure that you end becoming nervous. How do you sort of bring that balance? You make it sound so easy. It cannot be like that, right? I mean, how do you balance that? I think it's it's over the years you tend to okay. you know get that experience. It does not happen just in the first day. 
when i first played my derby i had no pressure at all i had nothing i just played as another game but i when i un- entered the stadium uh, the atmosphere was so different it just you know got me too excited to just go into it uh, and i had no pressure overnight thinking about the next day's game against mohan bagan i was just looking at playing against mohan bagan but you know that pressure wasn't there so slowly once you start doing well people expectation of you to score every match every derby goes on and that pressure is sometimes it's a very good pressure and uh, and uh, for me i think there had always been pressure once i started doing well and scoring goals for the club and that always kept me more focused and that always made me you know uh, give everything because uh, excitement and that adrenaline has been brought in that stadium and that takes you a different zone altogether and that's where you start performing Baijing, you spoke about the pressure and the expectation and how you dealt with it during your career. For these Indian players in the Bagan team, for example, uh, the other day, the coach Ferrando was saying that the crowd was affecting the Indian players in his team. Obviously, they've had some unique circumstances because of COVID where they've had to play behind closed doors for much of the last two seasons. So, they are not used to it also. So, what would your advice be to them? Uh, like from your own personal experiences, uh, what would you suggest? my advice is very simple start dealing with it cope up with it if you can't cope up leave calcutta play somewhere else because <laughs> if you want to succeed that is what you have to cope up with simple ha huh? i mean if you so can't simple. deal with it then, then leave kolkata <laughs> then leave kolkata and play somewhere safe where there's no pressure and keep enjoying your football <laughs> okay you are one of those rare sports persons who don't remember things i mean Everyone I have met, they remember every detail of everything that they have done. I mean, you are, you are those uh, days who those days who had those data to keep. Nobody remembered or counted how many games or goals. Okay, so tell me so, which one? Which one would be your favorite derby? Obviously, it's a hat trick derby. Is 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 going to be my favorite? And I have retired twelve years ago. Today, people only remember is diamond and the hat trick federation cup. until mm. today people only speak uh, about this derby mohan bagan fans or east bengal fans anywhere i travel around the world or in calcutta one thing they will talk football with me is the derby so that derby is i think an iconic derby which is still today talked about it there was a lot of pressure going into the derby and you know this was 1997 mohan bagan were playing they were scoring goals for fun this this diamond formation other teams were struggling to keep up with it and nobody expected east bengal to go and win that game nobody expected to to have a hat trick in that game and it kind of turned out to be one sided now uh, what was your thoughts in the build up to the derby and you know a lot of words were said a uh, lot of uh, mental games were being played uh, sledging was happening what was and you were what you were not even 21 at that point in time so what was your thoughts going into that game yeah i think that pressure was there you know the excitement was there that obviously in any derby but that particular obviously it was the excitement was built more because obviously with with also we had two iconic indian coaches amal datta yes. and pk banerjee who were also iconic so it was also a prestige battle for both of them and the media played that as well because it's also test between two iconic coaches who's the best i think that came into play Uh, and there was obviously a lot of things said from amal datta few things said from pk banerjee also their own personal uh, battle was there plus obviously uh, the club thing so it all made it to a big uh, big big occasion because for east bengal i think uh, we were still struggling to win federation cup so that excitement was there sometimes when you have those kind of big occasions and you'll have very rare one or two 
and that is where i was fortunate and lucky enough to perform on that particular match and and get that result so it, uh, it makes it even more bigger do you think was that the match that showed india that baichung bhutia really arrived you've been playing for india for 2 years before that i mean 1995 you made your debut but this was 97 but was that the match the stakes like you said you know scoring a hat trick in a derby there were 1 lakh 31000 people there was that the match that showed india that baichung bhutia has arrived and he's here to stay Uh, that i don't know i think the fans would have to say it i would not know about myself but i think uh, that definitely put me in a history book of you know bengal football derby football is bengal mohan bagan i think uh, and as i said today even today after 12 years and i know another next 12 years uh, people would just remember and uh, i'm surprised that any people uh, is bengal mohan bagan fans i speak to would say that i was present in that ground that day <laughs> you know everybody says that i don't know if they were present or not so it seems that entire bengal entire calcutta was on salt lake stadium so that is the impact it has made so yeah bhaichung uh, going back to saturday's game uh, we don't know what the turnout is going to be like but uh, have you been disappointed with the crowd response for the two teams as home games this season and also Uh, the derby itself has the importance of the derby in your opinion changed in any way since the two teams entered the ISL or or is it still as special as it's always been? No, I think you know derby is always going to be special, but uh, it is important that uh, the federation and the ISL has to get things organized. You can't always leave it to the last moment for East Bengal to get entry into ISL. Either you are in or you are out. You know, don't keep them hanging. you need to get your uh, criterias the licensing to playing into isl completely right you can't give a team like east bengal every year last moment entry get a investor and put them and just make them play and it's affecting not just isl as a, as a brand but it's affecting east bengal as a brand as well so just because you get a last moment somebody who can pay franchise fee Uh, you get your franchise fee and then you just give them entry i think it's it's very unfair that we are then you're only looking at terms of getting your franchise fee and rest forget it let them make whatever team it is however it is so i think it has to be planned properly uh, if they don't get a franchise six months before or something don't then let them let them do work out for the next year franchise same franchise can come in next year don't wait for your franchise if you still the last moment get it and then you have a team which is not made it's a brand east bengal is an iconic club it's got legacy it's got fans that would die for it so don't treat east bengal that way you give them entry or you don't give them entry give them a time period if you've given them entry it's been two seasons you've always done a last moment brought somebody made them pay franchise you got your franchise fee and then whatever happens to east bengal we don't care it's been three and seasons actually that way so that is very unfair i think the federation and isl needs to have a criteria completely fixed and for a club like east bengal and mohan bagan and mavdans you don't need to pay a franchise fee these clubs are iconic clubs they might not give you franchise fee but they'll give you revenue in terms of television and sponsorship today if your 1 lakh 40000 comes into east bengal mohan to watch it you would be able to charge 100 times more sponsorship deal uh, to a sponsor from this kind of matches and it brings excitement that they'll bring in crowd and crowd is your biggest money they don't need to bring in cash but they'll bring you crowd and crowd itself when you have 1 lakh crowd coming in to watch you that is valued as 100 times than what franchise fees so i think they need to be very clear and that is where i think 
today you've got a president who's from Bengal, Kalyan Chobe. He's supported by a party which is in the center government, uh, BJP. Now it's easy for you to do it because it's going to help. It'll help him also. It'll help the political party as well, but it'll help football in general. So I think they need to pressurize the ISL and get Mohan Bagan, East Bengal, Mohan to play play in the ISL without paying any franchise fee. You can't force a club which has given so much to the Indian football, who's got a legacy, to sell the club just because you want some money or you have some corporate who's got money to buy that off. You can't force, uh, you know, a historical club, a legacy club to sell your club just because somebody who's got nothing to do with football but he's got money and buy your club off. Today, Barcelona and Real Madrid are not a private limited club. They are what they work through the same as East Bengal Mono, and they are the richest and the most successful clubs. So I think we should also not only look at money, money factor, which is happening right now. So which is very, very unfair for East Bengal, Mohan and Mahavadans. Granted, Bachchan, I agree with you wholeheartedly. But the point is, the it is on their own. These clubs are also not I, being again, able to generate enough money. I, yes, I want to also include that. Yes, saying that Mohan, East Bengal and Mahavadans has to change as well. They can't run the club like that. They need to bring in professional people. Bring in a good CEO, bring in a marketing team, give them the responsibility to get the sponsors and the money in. If you can't bring in, fire the CEO or the marketing guys. But hire, let them run it. You can't be running as a director, owner of the, or a president. You are trying to act as a CEO, you are trying to act as marketing guy, you are trying to act as a chief scout. You are trying to do everything. Get the club organized, get right people into the club. So I think the clubs also need to be organized as such. You act as a director and the president, sit there as president. You don't have to be a, a technical director. You don't have to be a marketing guy. You don't have to be even a, a coach. You're trying to be everything. And that is the biggest mistake of these three big clubs. They need to get their house in order. But at the same time, if house is in order, if they are, if you are getting, if East Bengal, Monban, and Mavdans are allowed to play in ISL, I can assure you, you bring the right marketing and a CEO guy, we will get you 100 crores in no time. It's possible. Mm -hmm. But tell them that you are in. You get a team right. If you don't get a team right, you're relegated. You're out of the league. You go and again play promotion. But then if you give them that assurance, if you're playing in ISL and you give them that um, assurance you're playing, your sponsors are going to come in. And on that note, you know, it's about time that the I think the relegation and promotion in the ISL is necessary and it's going to start. So, if there was relegation this year, then East Bengal would have been struggling to stave off relegation. Now, that that in itself is a disaster. I mean, it's difficult to not contemplate that, right? Not a, not a problem. Let them get relegated. Let them again get all the around the world, all clubs, bigger clubs in the world gets relegated if they don't make a team. But then at least you've got support base, fan base. And when you've got a fan base club, which is always, a you know, you've got passionate fans... Your sponsors are always going to come because looking at fans and the looking because it's all it's all business, you know, uh, and visibility. So you don't actually would go down. I don't see East Bengal, Mohan and Mahabudans would would really get relegated because they'll have enough money to get good players to buy and keep it and also invest in the development programs. So I don't see that happening as such. But if you do a last moment kind of a thing like last year, you'll get relegated. Right. Bajum, what are your thoughts on the Santos Trophy being taken to uh, Saudi Arabia for the semi-final final? Do you think the players think get excited it, about this? I think this transferring Santos Trophy to Saudi Arabia, there is a big, big thing behind the door. And I would want AFC, FIFA and I think the Government of India Sports Ministry to investigate. 
Why? Uh, Santosh, because AFC, uh, AFC, which we was supposed to be hosted by India, we were bidding for it. Saji Pravakar and Kalyan Chobe, President and General Secretaries, taken off the bid. They have not bid for it without taking uh, actually committee's proposal. Okay. Today they are coming out and saying we don't want to bid for uh, the Asia Cup, which is going to. And who's winning the Asia Cup bid is Saudi Arabia. So that means Saudi and India were bidding. Two of the team nations were right. bidding for AFC. Today, how come Saji and Kalyan is pulled out of the bid without even consulting executive committee? And now you see our Santos Trophy is being hosted by Saudi Arabia. There's something fishy in it. Is it only Santos Trophy? Is there any other deals that is there? It has to be investigated because why would you pull out of something which you're bidding for it? And then make a country win, a Saudi Arabia country win, which was bidding for it. And now you're sending Santos Trophy team, four teams to Saudi, to Saudi Arabia, hosted by Saudi Arabia. What was the deal? So I think it's a very suspicious thing, this entire thing of Santos Trophy taking to Riyadh, which does not benefit anybody. It's just going to be a holiday and a tour for everything. The game standard is not going to change in any way. Uh, it's just that nice four teams are going to go. They'll have a nice game. They'll tour. Uh, entire federation executive committee will have a nice tour in Saudi. They'll give a nice kebab meal. They'll have a nice tour. That is the only thing. And long-term football doesn't benefit. But more than that, I think there is some kind of suspicious deal which I think AFC and FIFA will have to investigate because I don't think this is ethically is very right. But would the players be excited going to Saudi Arabia to play a semi-final final? How does you, that work? You take Sikkim team, if they qualify for semi-final to Goa, they'll be excited there. Why wouldn't they be excited? <laughs> take Sikkim, fly them to Goa and keep them in a nice hotel. Sikkim boys would be, or Manipur team would be very, very excited. So, Saudi would not be excited, would not be happy. I, I find it very, very dodgy, this entire deal. You know, finally, you know, Baichung, what are your thoughts on the vision document? You must have seen it. Has the executive committee gone through it? Vision, Has there been a meeting? What is their thought gone, on that? I've gone through it. Vision documents are documents. When 2047, you'll come. They'll have another vision document for 2087. So you'll again have another vision document for that. I think vision documents are just in papers. You need to implement on the field. What is the most important thing today? You need to produce players. How do you produce players? Where does the players come from? They come from state. Have a grassroots league. Have a, you know proper structure in, in the grassroots, every state, have a league system. This year, they have vision 2047 on the paper, sounds good. Look at under-17 league, how they've organized it. They've mm -hmm. asked every state to nominate two teams. That means the state association does not need to do any work. You right. just select which is your favorite two teams, send them. Like, for example, Sikkim. We have United Sikkim. There are other lot of clubs, even a um, lot of other places. Like today, if you look at it, um, there were two two teams sent. You need to have a league system in the state. The winner two teams should right. be going. So that at least what yeah. happens is in a Sikkim, if you have an under-17 league, there will be 15 teams participating in it. So you've got right. a pool of 150 to 200 players playing in that league right. and they get those matches. Bai Chung, thank you for taking time out and talking to Kicks for Free. Like always, it was a pleasure to have a conversation with you on football. Thank you again. That was it for this episode. If you want to reach out to us, you can find us on our Twitter handles at Vivek9301 and at DemanHT. If you're a true football fan, 
you cannot not subscribe to kickoff our weekly newsletter on the world game which hits inboxes every friday for more updates on this podcast follow ht smartcast on instagram facebook twitter youtube and linkedin and to listen to more such podcasts log on to htsmartcast.com this was a hindustan times production brought to you by ht smartcast ST Smartcast